0: and welcome back to she's all that minute
1: the podcast analyzed the 1999 examination of popularity in high school she's all that one minute at a time
0: anyway i'm your co-host darren i'm your
1: co-host james
0: welcome to our yes. show <laughs> if you're new here <laughs> you've missed 15 minutes of of this movie so go back and catch up it's minute 15 mm-hmm. It begins with Simon saying, Lainey, and Lainey's saying, come on, dad's waiting, let's go. As they, as she, I wrote as they walk away. No, as she drags mm-hmm. him away from
1: Big Dad. mom vibes as and, usual with her interactions with Simon. Yeah. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah. And I have it going through uh, Mackenzie Siler saying, project?
1: I would love a book. We'll get to her. But I would love a book mm-hmm. about the main character's sister in movies yeah there's a lot of really interesting stuff to be done there because Anna Kendrick played Scott Pilgrim's sister didn't she
0: uh I know she was in Scott Pilgrim I have not seen it so I do not know who she played
1: I think she did sisters not not siblings although you could do a companion book about brothers in of the main character in, in in movies but they always right. do this weird thing where it's like the popular boy has this, like, not necessarily freak sister, but not necessarily not that. <laughs> we'll get to it. Ferris Bueller, too. Right. She wasn't necessarily a, like a sort of, like, rave, punk, goth, whatever. She was a popular, too, but she was also a a, a weird foil, like a... A we yeah yeah, mm. I'm going back to grad school on this alone. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Okay, well we'll get to her. though. There are worse things you could go I back to grad fair. school for. <laughs> <laughs> so Dean and Preston find this whole exchange just so funny. Fall
1: on the ground laughing, funny like,
0: mm-hmm. you know, yep,
1: like you do in a movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: So we cut to some footage of
1: the real world. And it is that you see the iconic real world logo. And then basically they took like a video. They turned the camera on a TV that was showing Mm -hmm. the real world. And then they did that like, and now we're in the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it's it's footage of Brock from his time on the real world season two, uh, Los Angeles. Yes. Um, Which means... Well, I don't know which order you want to do this in. We do meet some new characters. Uh-huh. Also, there's um, flatulence humor, which is cool.
0: Sure. Let's start with the new characters.
1: Cool. So he, we see two house member housemates uh, in this house. Uh, the first one, I'm not sure that we... I don't know if we see more footage later. But this character, there is a, a black man in... Sort of uh, in the early nineties there was a trend to sort of wear like dashiki like sort of African roots type clothing. Yeah. He and yeah. one of those like brimless hats. Um mm-hmm. that um he was wearing that and he's speaking with sort of an accent that I sort of associate with Africa, um, like mm-hmm. a Nigerian sort of situation. Yeah. Um his name is Kadim. Okay. Uh and uh he's played by Flex Alexander. Um, and the guy's top three, he was three G's on Snakes on a Plane. Okay. Um, he was Mark Flex Washington on One on One, which was a, a sitcom that lasted for like five or six seasons. Okay. A sportcaster, a sportscaster must take on the responsibility of being a full-time dad when his teenage daughter moves in with him. All right. He was on that for 97 episodes. I'm not positive but he may have been the dad. I'm not sure. Also Flex was like he for a while there in the early movies he was on, his he was just credited as Flex, which is why huh. it's like Fle- like Flex is like his nickname in some of these because it's like yeah, his name is whatever but we know him as Flex, so we're going to call him Flex. Okay. Um So then he was also um uh, the, and the last of his top three is he was a character named Sarge in The Hills Have Eyes Two. Okay. So the second one of those movies I will never see. Also, mm-hmm. he was in Shira the Vampire Samurai. Um if you had to that take it. That doesn't
0: a, sound like a bad porno at all. It
1: doesn't. I did confirm that it is probably definitely almost probably not one. Um If you were to take a guess at the rough plot of Shira the Vampire Samurai in like five words, what would you say?
0: I would guess that uh, the main character's name is Shira and she is a uh, vampire samurai.
1: Here's the plot synopsis. Let's see how you did. A half-human, half-vampire female samurai (laughs) must stop an evil vampire warlord from populating the world with a new breed of day-walking vampires. You know the normal mm-hmm. and then also he was a hood credited as hood in the movie Money Train which I think we talked about in Minute Zero yeah for some reason and I don't remember why but there we go
0: it came up somehow Jennifer Somebody Lopez something
1: and then she was in uh, Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson were in White Men Can't Jump and they were also in Money Train with Jennifer Lopez I'm not really sure
0: Yeah, it was organic. We we got there organically somehow.
1: Anyways, he was in that movie too. Uh, And the piece of trivia, he's exactly as tall as me. Oh, okay. Yeah. We also meet uh, Harmony, who is played by Wendy Fowler. Uh, Later, she would be credited as Wendy Ray Fowler, R-A-E. Her top three, this... Then her second one, uh, she wrote the, th- the title theme for the Netflix show The Killing. Um, oh. So, yeah, I was like, oh, well, I guess that is in the music department, as the top three says. I was like, yeah, I guess. yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: That's, like, pretty high <laughs> up in the music department, I would say.
1: Um, and then she was dancer in the movie The Glass Cage, which does look like something that would be on Cinemax at 2.30 in the morning, maybe. Okay. Um, and then she was also on three episodes of Dawson's Creek, so...
0: Oh, alright.
1: Um, and there was no trivia to speak of about her, so...
0: Okay. That's Harmony.
1: She gets lines in this, uh, movie, as does Kadim or in this, uh, clip of the real world, but, uh, you know, Kadeem has a storied past, uh, on television and movies, and she was also wrote, writing the theme to The Killing eventually. Mm-hmm. So, um... And so basically, what happens on this uh, clip of the real world, Aaron?
0: Um, Brock farts.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So moving That's on. The yeah. <laughs> That's the plot. That's the
0: plot. Brock farts and his housemates are not pleased about it because it seems to be something that he does quite frequently.
1: It was a pretty good um, parody or portrayal of the real world. Like, yeah. It's something that, yeah, unpleasant. Maybe a little overboard on the reactions by the housemates, doubled down Unless, on by the offender. Like,
0: it, yeah, I mean, it, well, yeah. it's overboard if it's something that he legitimately can't help. But right. he was clearly doing it right to piss them off.
1: Again, he is a like an eight-year-old boy in a man. He's he's what a, he's a '90s version of Big, like late '90s Big mm-hmm. is Brock Hudson. Like yeah. if he was just a real ass of an eight-year-old, and then he became big, and he was just Brock Hudson. Yeah. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He like he's sitting there in he's sitting on the sofa in like butterfly position. Like he's got the soles of his feet kind of pressed yeah. together, and so there's just a it's lot like a of space. Yeah. yeah. For that for that fart to just waft. And it's loud yeah. and long and deliberate. And Kadim is standing there, I believe, with like air freshener. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah. Brock just keeps going. And Kadim's like, This is disgusting. Like you need and to stop doing yeah, this. Exactly. You're being really disrespectful of the rest of us. Yeah. And Brock's like, What? It smells like roses. And he's, like, wafting it around intentionally.
1: Yep. Yeah. So they're watching. So then it turns out that that uh, Zach is watching this with his sister. mm mm-hmm. um, In the kitchen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You didn't have a kitchen television, did you? You could see no, the television from the kitchen. Yeah, we could right. see
0: the TV from the kitchen, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Huh. It would have to be a really closed floor pan- plan to need a... Kitchen TV, I guess.
0: My grandparents had a TV in the kitchen. It was like a small TV so that my grandmother could watch her soap operas. Uh, Right,
1: right, right, I forgot. We, uh, when, like, what are you doing out of the kitchen, sort of, um, I'll put a TV in there for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And like the way their house was laid out, the kitchen and family room, it was almost kind of an L shape where, Mm -hmm. with like the dining room making Mm -hmm. the corner part. Yeah. Um, so you couldn't see into even even if the TV in the family room had been placed in a way that wasn't the like the one wall that you very definitely would not be able to see from the kitchen right it's you still couldn't have watched TV yeah from the kitchen my uh
1: my grandparents let me see Uh, I think my mom's my mom's parents you could see the TV from the kitchen I think that's it though like my my stepdad's parents like their kitchen was like Separate room. Next to it was the table where they ate at. The TV room was an entirely different room. Like, yeah, it was my dad. Yeah, my dad's yeah.
0: parents. When you walked in, the TV room was like immediately to your right, and if you went into that room and then turned left, you were in the kitchen.
1: Yeah, yeah, but so there. Yeah. But
0: but again, like there was no. If you were sitting at the kitchen table in a in one specific seat. You could see the TV, but, like, at a really bad angle. Yeah. You couldn't watch TV comfortably right. from there. Right. Yeah.
1: Um. So, yeah, they're watching this, uh, what I presume is a rerun.
0: Mm-hmm. I would assume so, seeing as this but, was I mean, season two.
1: And, like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, later, Mackenzie claims that MTV has been running the spring break... Or shooting, no, MTV's MTV is running Spring Break reruns all week. So I guess MTV is, has syndicated. I don't think MTV ever syndicated the Real World. Maybe they did. Um, maybe they're watching it on a video. Um, <laughs> actually, that'd make more more sense, frankly, if they were watching it on a tape recorded video.
0: They just happened to have.
1: Well, because like if they were really if let's say okay so seven years ago Zach was eleven pretty that's pretty long ago that's pretty young for being into the real world
0: yeah zach's
1: dad i don't know i don't know i I don't know why they're able to watch this on tv
0: right but they are because (laughs) you know what because it's important to the plot of. it's important to
1: the plot. right exactly um so his sister's played by anna paquin
0: thank you okay i recognized yeah. her and it was driving me absolutely insane that i could not bring to i was like i recognize her face yeah i know but i can't remember her name i yeah. can't think where else i've seen her yeah james will tell me so i did not look it up
1: yes hey my thesis is about uh sisters of the main character played by actresses named anna do you think that's too limiting
0: i think it might be okay. um right now you're limited to two two right right, right. okay
1: I'm sure Anna Camp has played a sister. Probably. Anyways, I'll, I'll keep you updated. Um
0: Now what about so, Anna's? Because Anna Ferris may have played a sister at some point.
1: I think that's I think that'd be fine. Um it's also that gives that gives me um uh Anna uh, of uh Frozen two.
0: Also true. And also Frozen One um mm-hmm.
1: to to use as well. So Yes. Um anyway, so Anna Paquin... Her number, her top three. She was Flora McGrath in The Piano, okay, um, which was an early '90s movie. I think someone gets their fingers chopped off or something. Ooh. I think it's one of those. I don't mean. I'm not trying to be insensitive. I don't think it's insensitive, but it feels weird to say one of those like secret Holocaust movies where it's like, yeah. it's called The Piano, but it's actually about the Holocaust. Yeah, um, like Sophie's Choice. It's like, wow. Cool, cool name. Oh, I see. Okay, gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Um. Anyways, she. Uh, we'll get back to the piano in a second. Then she played Rogue in the first X Men movie. And Just her third the first of, one. Uh, and her third of the top three was she played Rogue in X Two X Men United.
0: Oh, okay. I thought I'm, she played Rogue for the majority, at least the majority of, if not the entire franchise. I
1: believe she was Rogue for the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'd forgotten that. Um, I also uh, forgot that she was uh, Suki Stackhouse in True Blood. Mm-hmm. You know, the main character, the title character, Suki True Blood Stackhouse. Well, yes. Okay. And um, she was in eleven episodes of The Affair, which I only put because uh, that Kristen really likes that show. Um,
0: I don't know that show.
1: It's a Showtime show that has Joshua Jackson. So that was the in ah, for Kristen, but got it. Has some interesting storytelling devices in it, which is pretty cool. Okay. Um, she was also in six episodes of Alias Grace, which I only say because I haven't watched it, but I want to because I like Margaret Atwood's, uh, other stuff that has been made I was just going to
0: ask if that was, stuff. um, based on the Margaret Atwood yeah. book, yeah. because I seem, I read that book in college. I don't remember anything about it, but I remember liking it. Yeah.
1: some Maybe someone who isn't named Grace, but goes by Grace? I don't
0: mm-hmm. know. Perhaps.
1: Um... And then she is in uh, what I always think of her as being in, uh, which is Fly Away Home. Same. Um, which apparently was a huge movie from uh, our our people, our cohort, to Lucy's mm-hmm. and then no further. I know Lucy thinks of Anna Paquin as being in Fly Away Home. Yeah. And then that's it. I so, don't like, think
0: I ever even saw Fly Away Home. I don't think I did either. I think I saw trailers for
1: it at the beginning of something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like incredible journey.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Because I was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not totally. I do correct.
0: also get her confused with Anna Chlumsky.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Because Anna. Sure. And roughly the same age. Sure. Ish and like timeline. Like fly. I feel like Fly Away Home and My Girl were close enough together. Sure. Yeah, that I was seeing trailers for them both around the same time, and I've never seen either one of them. So, yeah. Um,
1: If I may, it's controversial, but I'd recommend My Girl Two over My Girl One.
0: We've had this conversation. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. No B deaths. So, anyways, she was also in Scream Four and Almost Famous. Okay. Um, I would also recommend Scream Four. If I could recommend the Scream movies, uh, watch one, two, and four, and then that's it.
0: Oh, okay so
1: um and also i've heard the tv show is very good so here's some ready for some gross trivia sure she played the daughter of jeff daniels in Fly Away home in 1996 then in 2005 she played his romantic partner in the squid and the whale
0: oh well. so
1: that's a fun that would be a fun movie night double feature
0: yeah gross fun
1: Here's some less gross trivia. She was the first person born in the 1980s and the first millennial to have received an Academy Award nomination for acting for 1993's The Piano, and the first one to win. The first male born in the 1980s to have received an acting Oscar nomination was Haley Joel Osment for Best Supporting Actor in the Sixth Sense. And the first and thus far only millennial male to have won an acting Oscar is Eddie Redmayne, Best Actor for The Theory of Everything.
0: Okay. Okay. So.
1: Good job, Anna Paquin, for also, I think that was her first movie, and I think I read that she basically kinda did an audition and just sort of found herself in the role, like kind of discovered-ish.
0: Like a... Yeah, that sounds right.
1: And then uh won an Oscar for <laughs> you know I that mean, hey. that old chestnut.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> so she's talking to him. She has heard about the whole Taylor thing. Mm-hmm. Zack is playing with a hacky sack, mm-hmm. Zacky sack, if I will, if I may, mm-hmm. Hacky um, Zack. Ha- Ooh, like them both, but mm-hmm. I don't. You know, what I don't like Zacky Zack.
0: No, I was just about to say, what about Zacky Zack? How do you feel about that one? Nope. nope.
1: Zacky Zack, don't talk back. Um, yeah. So that is so- certainly not any sort of foreshadowing about future hacky sack usage. Of course not. Ha- However, would you like to know a little bit about the Hacky Sack, Erin? Sure. Okay. It is, uh, Hacky Sack, it says, footbag-like activities have existed for many years. You know that a Wikipedia article is going to be killer if it starts with a sentence like that. Uh Uh-huh. The game is similar to Asian games of kicking the shuttlecock, uh, known as jianzi or Chapte. The game is also similar to some Southeast Asian games, such as Sipak Takraw and SIPA. The game is known as Jegi Chagi in Korea. The Wu-style Tachi Chuan practice dates back to at least the 1930s. And policemen are seen playing a shuttlecock game in the 1955 American film To Catch a Thief. The same principle is applied in football-playing countries in activities of freestyle football. And Keepy Uppy, which is my favorite name of any game, I think... <laughs>
0: Keepy uppy. I love Mostly it. Mostly
1: because it tells you literally the point of what you do with the game. Yeah. Hey, Keepy uppy. Mm
0: hmm.
1: It's like basketball being called like pointsy scoresy. Like, mm-hmm. yep. Bouncy ballsy, pointsy scoresy, let's go. Mm mm-hmm. um, Hitsy ballsy, eat popcorn. All right. So says the current western incarnation of the sport was invented in 1972 by Mike Marshall and John Stahlberger of Oregon City, Oregon. So, you know all those uh Asian countries and European nations that we talked about just now?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Let's cut to Oregon where a couple of white guys decided to make a western version in the 70s. Yeah. With the with their Hacky Sack product, the rights to which now are now owned by Wamo. Uh and then it says, although Marshall suffered a blood clot and fatal heart attack in 1975, I was like, wow. All right. D- okay. I didn't see that sentence coming. Yep. Um, that was a ride. Yep. Um, Stahlberger continued the business. So, like, it, it's what he would have wanted, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. Stahlberger said. Mm-hmm. It gained national popularity in the early 1980s, and Stahlberger sold the title to Wammo in 1983. All right. And so this is 1999, so we can assume that perhaps Zach doesn't exactly advertise that he is a big uh, hacker-sacker. The movie Hackers is about hacky sack playing, right? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yes. Great. Um, Absolutely. Yes, 100%. One hundo. So yeah, he is sort of, just sort of like... Just messing around. He's not, like, for sh- for serious hacking. Right. Um. So then, uh, Mackenzie asks him a question. Uh, Do you remember what that question was, Aaron?
0: I do not. Something she about... She asked him... Prom?
1: Who is oh, the yeah. rebound skank?
0: That's right. Who is the rebound skank?
1: Which means, Aaron, do you know what that means?
0: That you're going to tell me about the word skank?
1: No, I'm not. You want know, to know why?
0: Because you already did. Three out of the four movies we've watched have yep.
1: used the word
0: skank. Yep.
1: This movie has a big dance scene to a song called The Rockefeller Skank. So Yep. Like, lots of different uses of the word skank, Aaron, and mm-hmm. mostly 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 demeaning to women. So yep. um <laughs> or or looking dirty, as as some sometimes it means.
0: Yes. It never means that. It um never means that, cat.
1: um so she asks who the lucky rebound skank is he says well i'm kind of working on a project and then which
0: she replies project
1: and he's about to tell her about his engineering project because Mm -hmm. he is it's a non-sequitur to distract her from his hurt feelings Mm -hmm. that he's going to journal about later in a healthy way
0: yes you know what else is a distraction? <laughs> what? Social media.
1: <laughs> You're right. Look over here. Look over here. We have uh, a Twitter handle for this franchise of James and Aaron Minute Movies, and it is je underscore Minute Movies. We also have individual Twitters for if you want to talk about one of one of the other of us behind our back mm-hmm. and assume that like we aren't gonna. It's fine. Do it. See what happens. Um, Talk about
0: me I, behind my back and I probably won't see it.
1: Nah, you will. I promise. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am at Unabashed James. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron.
1: <laughs> James Anderson. Making the back people... Cut What? What? My brain was like, I got something great. <laughs> Trust me. And I was like, all right, here we go. So... We are part of the Scavengers Network, which you can find on Twitter, at Scavengers Net, and you can also find on Patreon. I'm
0: sorry. At Scavengers Neck?
1: Yeah. The Scavengers Neck, the <laughs> one and only vampire <laughs> podcast network, network, if you will.
0: You may have you said f- net, but I definitely heard neck. And yeah. then that pause was because I was like, but what is it supposed to be? <laughs> like, I legit forgot what it was. I was like, I know it's not neck, but what is it actually supposed to be? <laughs>
1: What, what am I normally doing with my Twitter handle? You can find us. Uh, uh, we're proud members of the Scavengers Network, which uh, you can also find on Twitter at Scavengers Netta. Um, no,
0: don't type that.
1: <laughs> Netta. Um, also, Scavengers won't Net- get you there. Scavengers Net. Um, you can also find us on patreon at patreon.com slash the scavengers network where for two dollars a month you get access to all sorts of bonus content um from us Mm -hmm. from not us Mm -hmm. and everything in between
0: Mm
1: -hmm. pay two dollars a month to find out what that means (laughs) um maybe you have to search for for a little bit but you will don't worry keep looking Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, there's lots of good bonus content on there. Video stuff, audio stuff, written stuff. It's great. Um, Yes. So that's going to do it for us for today and this week. And uh, we're going to come back next week and find out, uh, hear Zach elaborate on what project he's talking about. Who knows what it could be? This could be a completely other project, Aaron.
0: It could be. It might not even be his engineering project. It could be his science fair project.
1: Maybe he's building a robot in his basement that he can take to prom.
0: Maybe he is. She's All
1: That dot com, the new '90s hit movie. It's, it's like dot mannequin, com. but with it's <laughs> dot com. <laughs> I'm now plotting out She's All That dot com. It's basically mannequin, but
0: uh, but with, with a dot com at the end. Ra-
1: Rachel Lee Cook, yeah, and yeah. the internet is a thing. Mm-hmm. So like, that's it. Yep. Hey. Uh, yes join us next week though and until then try to be nice and stuff yeah I mean I like it I think it's great
0: I like it too (laughs)